Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, yo! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. By the way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting over here in this chair at this table, sitting over there at a desk with with a computer on it and a camera pointed at it. She's the producer of this here show. She's a Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Hello, More importantly... Ashley. I don't know if you realize this yet. I have my DuckTales shirt on today. Oh, wow. I figured mm. today was a good day to, to rep it. It's interesting that you have a bird shirt on. Because over here sitting next to me representing his birds. What's up? <laughs> He's our favorite Baltimore Orioles fan. We're terrible, are, but I still love him. Are you my favorite Baltimore? I think you're my favorite Baltimore Orioles Thank fan. Thank you. There shouldn't be much competition. I don't and know if there a ton is, more. you need to reevaluate hey, hey, your life. Hey, <laughs> step, by the way. Noted uh, Baltimore Orioles fan, head coach Jackson Tarr of the LaPorte Bulldogs. He is from the, he's from Maryland. That is the most step sentence that, is, that I have that is ever as, That is as, as that step as yes. you can get. That is as esoteric a fact as you've Look, ever put out. I'm going to be on brand, okay? Exactly. It's just me. I'm going to be on that, brand. Well, and, and, and hey, pickle, Coach Tar, what's up? Go and Birds. Pickle, pickle, you got to witness, I, I, you got to witness the majesty, really for the first time, of Matt Stepp oh, at like a major event with a bunch of say, coaches. Yeah, I got a little bit at those coaching clinics we went through before the pandemic, oh, yeah. but yeah. this was this was another high level. And it was not only Matt Stepp, it was Matt Stepp with a bit on his head, which yeah. made oh, yeah. like which heightens it oh, yeah. even yeah. more. Yeah, you just didn't get to hang out with me on the golf cart, which that was mm. that was that was no, an experience. No, Tepper was like. That's my seat. Yeah, I want the experience. <laughs> I've had it, it's been a year since I've two years since I've toting had it. around Tepper, Gabe Brooks, Guy Frazier, and Dude, Nolan I, Ruth. Every time we drove Mike past Roach you, too. there was a there was a new guy on the back yeah. of the golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> People like hanging out with me, I guess you know. That's, that's yeah, true. the cloud. It's, 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 yeah. it's also because you live part time in Canada too now. Like it's 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 yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a treat now. Yeah. Everyone needs yeah. their yeah. step filled. Yeah. Like when you're around all the time, like whatever. Yeah, step. screw that guy. Yeah, He's exactly. a jerk. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, June 29th, ninth, twenty twenty one, hundred forty nine. Days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, Kawhi Leonard. Episode one thousand one hundred and ninety-four. Apple time. One thousand one hundred ninety-four. 
board man gets paid. Um, <laughs> on today's show, guys, Steps here. We're going to talk a little bit about the nitty-gritty of which teams impressed us and which players impressed us the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament in College Station this past weekend. In the back half of the show, Pickle put together a little video package. Pickle did some things. I'm excited. Pickle did some things. I can't wait to see I haven't seen. I have not no, seen I it. I haven't seen it either. The yeah. only person that has seen it was Mallory because I wanted oh, her to Oh, she's special or something? What the check. hell? Well, she shot half of the footage. Uh, well, but so. I, what we that shot footage? Tepper shot footage, <laughs> that is yeah. True. Actually, y'all did probably shoot half of this footage. Yeah, I mean, come on. I thought it would be. Ridiculous. I wanted to watch your instant reaction. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. We'll get to our, our DCTF vlog, our video blog, our vlog. I hate the word vlog. It is a weird word. I, d- I don't word. like it either. Bad word. But we're hoping uh, maybe this is not the first vlog. We, well, yeah, we, we did one. We did one in seven oh seven in twenty nineteen. Step right. and I, we yeah. we talked talking. about more vlogs. We're workshopping. We're, right. we're workshopping. Exactly. So we will get into TBD. We'll May- show you. Maybe we'll have one from coaching school. Uh, get into our oh, vlog. God. Our vlog coming up here at the back half. All I got. All I got to say is, if if we do it at coaching school, the entire Taco Palenque trip must be on the. Vlog. Here's we okay. need Tepper's. Here's yes, the danger I of doing it at coaching school. We will get first fourth. Well, sorry guys, we're just go. screwing you around go first here. Two first fourth through the door. Real quick. It's just Let's a mess with it me It was here. Aaron Arbuckle, Rob Hadaway, Daniel Agnew, and a name that I don't recognize, Rodney Jedlicka. Welcome Hi, guys. in. And when he commented on the first thing, he said, yes, yes. And so he knows. Okay. He's What's a, he's up, Rodney? Welcome Hi, to Rodney. the live show. Yes. So uh, one thing I will say is that at coaching school, which is the next time you're going to be in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm leaving tomorrow. We are I'm going, sad. like what I'm worried about doing a vlog there is. Um, we have to cut it off at a certain Like point. 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah. It's got to <laughs> go off. The video call goes off. Yeah. Do you know what um, I mean? Unless we are amongst each other. Unless right. We are unless it's amongst. us. Yeah. And even then, like at that point, we have to consent verbally. I'm not trying to I mean, anyone in trouble yeah. right. there's there, exactly. there are adult beverages being consumed so As you can say the video would probably get a little shaky <laughs> state <laughs> seven <laughs> what do you mean pickle <laughs> yeah go on hey, tell us more <laughs> i'm allowed to have fun right what do you mean are you <laughs> Yeah, what what's your what what is your version of fun entail? So Step is here to do a state <laughs> seven on seven in depth recap. The state seven on seven <laughs> tournament was this weekend in College Station. Uh, we were both there. Love you, pickle. We were all there. <laughs> um, the whole gang was down there. Uh, it at was a the state seven on seven tournament. It was having a good time. Mm-hmm. We talked a little yesterday about vibes. Uh, vibe let's get check. your quick vibe check on, on State 7 on 7. Uh, I'm right there with uh, with you guys. I mean, it, w- it was great to be out. It was the first normal feeling football event. Um, everyone seemed to be really happy to be there in a good mood um, until the game started. Then, you know, people get pissed, you know, about various things. And, you know, it's hot. And it is. It is. Yeah. People's patience start to run out. But overall, I think it was a, a great experience. Um, it, the 7 on 7 board did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the tournament will be even better next year. You know, obviously there was some disappointment with one of the main sponsors. Uh, backing out there in March, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but I think they'll they'll work on doing something nice for the kids uh, next year. But overall, I mean, you know, he, he, everybody made lemonades out of lemons. They're like, hey, you know, you know, this sponsor is not here, but we didn't have any of this last year, so let's enjoy what we have. So. Your your quick take on the the timing changes. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it was so because like, you know, you've because you've gone to seven on seven much more I've than any seven of us seven in this room for 15, combined. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen. Years. Yeah, it's um. You know, before, you know, you'd be done on Thursday, Friday at seven ish. You know, by the time you got back to the hotel, it's eight. And then by the time you got out of the shower, got something to eat, it's like nine o'clock and you're trying to get work done and you'd be up till one or two in the morning working and then you gotta turn around and get back up at seven to go back to the fields at eight. So the shortened schedule made things great. It allowed for um 
lot better. So the the work I felt like the work that we produced in mm-hmm. the, on the evenings was a lot higher quality because we weren't we weren't rushed. Yeah, and so I think the teams like the time changes better. And and, and then, you know, I would stay. Uh, most of the time, I would stay Saturday night in College Station because the Saturday was a long day. So he had three incredibly long days in a row, and I would just be wiped, and I, I just didn't want to drive back three hours back to Fort Worth. So I'd stay the extra night and get some work done yeah. and catch up on work. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have to do that because we were done. You know, we were on the road. I mean, twelve forty-five that, or like twelve fifty. Yeah, that we, that, that D one championship game was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we 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 had our golf carts put away, all, all of our stuff packed up. We were out of the park by one one. If one thirty, one thirty-five. I mean, yeah. at the latest. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. Lo- love it. Love yeah. it. You know, Coach Houston. Coach Houston. You know, he didn't. I don't think he came up with it solo. But he's, he was taking a lot of credit <laughs> for it. Uh, good job, Coach Houston. Well so done. Well done. that's a dub for you, sir. So yes. I want to go division by division, and we'll go smallest to largest okay. as far as as far as what stood out to you. We'll start with Division Three, of course. Uh, the state champions uh, there in Division Three, East Bernard. That was a team that we had previewed on Tep and Step and said that that was a team to keep it on. They'd been so dominant in the SQTs. They just smart. Um, and they, that carried over. Yeah. East Bernard, I know you got to watch a fair amount of them, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. especially, you know, they, they ran through pool play. Yeah, their first six, five or six games, they were, I think it was five, first five. Until they, they got they to Wascom. No, it was uh, Franklin in this. Oh, yeah. And so they did. They did not have a close game until the semifinals. Yeah. And then, then they had back-to-back close games with Franklin and Childress, mm-hmm. but they were. I saw them on Thursday, and they won like forty-one to nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were just. They were. They were clearly the best team out there in Division Three. There was yeah. No question about it. They. They were the most dominant team, and they did a great job. And I think, especially defensively, that's going to translate into the fall. So some other teams that that impressed me. Obviously, East Bernard. They. They make it to the championship game. Childress uh, was the runner-up. Childress looked great. That, that's yeah, a team. They, yeah. Childress. You know, people forget they went to the regional finals last year. Mm-hmm. I saw them in the first round of the playoffs against Abernathy. They got a lot of guys back. They've got um, Colin Bishop, Darion Mathis, uh, Lamont Nickelberry. Um, the big tight end, um, gosh, his name escapes me now, but he was number forty. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. um, he was a, he was a dude. <laughs> um, that so Childress is going to be a real force. Um, I, I think they might be the second best team in yep. Region One in three uh, AD two right now. I mean, obviously Canadians the favorite, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the hurdle they got to climb. But but I thought that the Bobcats were really impressive. And you could see once they like got the cylinders going, they took off to another level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there was no well, stopping them. And they were that was a team that there are teams that go out there and they just outscore people. And this was the team that was winning with defense. Like, their mm-hmm. defense looked very good. If you remember, this is the team that was, I think, fourth in 3A Division Two last year in scoring defense. They gave up around 11 points a game last year. They looked every bit the part of a defensive juggernaut, you know, or rather East Bernard did a defensive yeah. juggernaut. Um, Wascom was another team. Yeah, quarterback we, Cole Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we came away really impressed with Cole Watson. I think he's going to add a different dimension to that, mm-hmm. that team this year, and they're, they're going to be a threat in, in uh, division in region region three. I think they're in region three. So um, we 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 made Franklin the number one team in three A Division two to start the year. They um, looked the part, man. They got some good looking dudes. Man. Oh well, and that's you know that's one of the weird things. Pass the eyeball test. Yeah, one of the things about seven on seven, and I'll I'll use this word a lot is context. Right, the context matters. If a team's going out there and they're just running like a junk offense or something like that, that's one thing. But the other thing is, whenever you've got a team like Franklin, that we know how good they are at running the ball. Mm. We know that they are an exceptional running team. If you start adding in that passing attack, which looked sharp, and by the way, their defense looked very good, Mm -hmm. and the guys just like... 
like just plain and simple, they look athletic. Yeah. They looked like they had some. And they know how to win. They they are yeah. they are they're winners. So yeah, yeah th- those were the teams. I thought Dangerfield uh, looked mm-hmm. good as well. Um, always they always have kids that look the part. So I thought Dangerfield ha- had yeah. a good weekend as well. Those those are the teams I think you know, to me that stood out tall, in D three. I'll throw one uh, one other out there is Gunner. Gunner was a team that we found out basically as we arrived that their starting quarterback, yeah. Hut Graham, was not there. I think he was at like a church thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're like, ah, don't go to church <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't worry, Texas Tech fans. Uh, he was not in trouble. I think yeah. he was serving the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but they, they go out there with a backup the quarterback. <laughs> Cole Lemons, the wide receiver, I thought really stood out to me. Because yeah. the thing for Gunner, and you think of them as a pistol option offense, and that's true. But they've never had, when they've had receivers, they haven't had like the prototypical number one receiver, just a big target on the outside. Cole Lemons can be that guy. Yeah, for he, he's a guy who can box people out yeah. and, and go win win one on one battles and jump. And balls. he's just as quick as the rest yes. of the typical yeah. receivers that they so have. So he'll add a different dimension because a lot, a lot of the times when Gunner has thrown, they, they've thrown the short, shifty guys, mm-hmm. you know, who can make plays in space. Where now they they got they have this tall guy who they can you know throw the fade to every once in a while and just and take shots deep. That will probably the the opposing defenses are going to have to respect that and slide a safety over, and that's just going to take a guy mm-hmm. out of the box and it's going to make I think Gunner even more dangerous. So. There's Division Three. You got anything else to say about Division Three? I think I covered it. Okay. So let's go to Division Two. Division Two, the state champions, Kaufman. They beat District Rival Argyle mm-hmm. um, in, in in the title game. You know, for Kaufman, I will say that because I covered I, I covered the game for for our website. I wrote the game story, so I was watching it very carefully. It 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 looked very personal for Kaufman. They looked when they were playing Argyle in that title game, a team that plain and simple in the fall took them to the woodshed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They 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 whipped them up and down the field. They looked like this was an opportunity for us to show that this year is different. Obviously seven on seven does not guarantee success in the fall. Yeah. Those are different ball games. But they looked like they were playing with a chip on their shoulder. I thought that their quarterback, uh, Clayman, uh, I believe was was his, his quarterback. Let's see, uh, Derek Clayman. Mm-hmm. He looked sharp. And the defense, defense made plays, and and that was one thing for Kaufman. That that look, I don't think this is going to change my opinion of that district. I still think it's probably Argyle and Melissa up at the very top, and yeah. then you know probably they're going to be in that. that yeah, Paris. They're going to be yeah, it's a tough think, district. It's a that that district had district. the in the final sixteen teams of the Division Two bracket. Four were in that. Di- yeah, a quarter of the teams were from that same that district, and and so I don't think that necessarily that's going to change my opinion. But I will say this: like Kaufman looked like a team that maybe can go out there and cause some trouble. Maybe they can go out there. Yeah. And last year they lost to Melissa and, and, and Argyle by combined like seventy nine points. I think it's probably going to be a little bit different for Jeremy Burleson. Yeah, Kaufman's going to be a lot better this year. Um, I think even if they finish in fourth place in district, I think they're still going to be a, a team that can win a, a playoff game or two. Uh, so that's a that's that's a good thing when you have a fourth a potential fourth place team that can win multiple playoff games the so. run the runner up was argyle mm-hmm. and and the thing about argyle this year that and i don't know if you got the same vibe uh defense solid as the day is long that's not a surprise that's just that's what argyle does they mm-hmm. reload on defense the offense may not necessarily be as explosive as yeah. it was last year. They got to figure out a quarterback. Uh, no, I thought I thought quarter. Well, yeah, quarterback. They, they they were cycling two in in the title game. That two different guys play. They the just don't strike me right now as having. And it's a high bar to set. Right, they, they've had some dynamic right. playmakers in the past years. I don't think they've got the dynamic playmakers out wide. They, maybe they're there and they're just young. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see an Argyle team that relies a little bit more on the run. We we said it a little more plotting this yeah. year, which they've um, they've won. Title thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think, um, and, and their offense is not um, 
their 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 offense is a lot of a lot of reads and and mm-hmm. they, they take a lot of deep shots. Um, they run a lot of option routes, and sometimes that doesn't always translate to seven on seven success as much. So you know, for them to get to the title game is still solid. I mean, Argyle's Argyle, right? Yeah. They're the number one team in four AD one. They're they're one of the favorites to win it all. They're they're going to be fine, and they they had a good run going to the championship game. Speaking of four A number ones, uh, we did get to see Carthage, mm-hmm. um, and. I mean, I don't know what you want to see from them, but you probably saw it. I mean, it, yeah. they looked they, they looked, looked excellent. They looked great on Thursday, Friday, a little shakier. I mean, lost in the round of sixteen, I mm-hmm. believe, to yeah, Breckenridge. Yeah, we, we were there watching that Breckenridge you know, game. Carthage, Carthage's offense, another team. Their offense is not built for seven on seven success. So sometimes when they have when they have a bad game, they could they'll lose to someone like Breckenridge at seven mm-hmm. on seven because they're they're just going to do what they're going to run their offense. They're going to do what they do, and, and if they're sometimes they get a little little sloppy. That, that happens in seven on seven. Carthage will be fine. Um, I thought that one their thing, defense looked great. The defense looked great, yeah. and then they had two quarterbacks out there. Yes, um, they were kind of cycling two different quarterbacks out there, and this is the one thing we saw Scott Thread out there, and he was watching his guys and and just you know being miserable. He being mis- he, <laughs> yeah. he, he hated it. Oh my he god, he doesn't hate seven on seven, he, but he, he hates just, not being able to coach. Yeah, exactly. He hates. He's not being able to coach. He's like, God, yeah. God. like yeah. we, were, like I was keeping an eye on him. But the one thing I will say about them is that, ma'am, and, and this is just a Scott Surratt thing. Every quarter, both those quarterbacks went out there, yeah. and just technically, Their just footwork, perfect. They've got a tough decision to make because I mean, I, I thought both the quarterbacks that they played looked good, mm-hmm. and I mean, two is better than zero for sure. But I mean, they're going to have a. I mean, it would not surprise me in, in, in non district if Carthage mm-hmm. is still playing. Both guys. Um, we got to see Austin LBJ. They won their pool. Um, really, they really looked, athletic. Young quarterback Oscar mm-hmm. Gordon. Dude, he really could, grew up. He could sling yeah, that He's ball. really grown up My a lot. Goodness. He was just a, not having seven on seven. You know, I talked to Coach Fenner. You know, he mentioned it on the, on the interview that not having seven on seven last year hurt Oscar's development a little bit because he was just a sophomore. But, you know, he's a junior now, and he's really a leader of that team. And, and LBJ is going to be a, a force in Region 4 again this year. You know, there's no reason to think – they couldn't win that region um, once again. His uh, accuracy on the deep balls yeah. were was very impressive. Was a great was deep ball. Very impressive. There were a couple of other teams that I want to make sure we mentioned because uh, I know we were we were looking at them. Um, I thought that Tyler Chapel Hill, after kind of a rough first day, they woke up on Friday. Yeah, they got to the quarters and and got to the quarters, mm-hmm. and I think that's what that staff wants to see because that's going to be. They're gonna have. They're gonna be young at the skill position spots. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Gonna, they're they gonna, got a lot. They're young, but they have a lot back. Yeah. From the it's team they, that went to I the mean, third round. I mean, they played round. a ton of sophomores last year, yeah. basically. And so that was a team that, I'll be honest, I went to bed on Thursday thinking like, mm, did I did I overrate Carthage or Chapel Hill rather in my own head? They come out Friday a little bit more focused and made mm. won a couple of games that impressed me. Um, and yeah, division. Is there any other team that I I'll mentioned? say this? Um, I'll throw up a little red flag on El Campo mm. just because I think in order for El Campo to make the run that they want to make, they are they are going to have to throw the ball a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. This is a run, run-oriented run team, and they won the Lyman Challenge in Abilene. So yeah. obviously they're going to be able to run the football. Bodes well with having Ruben Owens yeah. in the They're going to be able to run the football. But I thought the, they, they will need to throw it a little bit, mm-hmm. and they struggled. Yeah, they you know, went 0-4. Yeah, they really struggled. Uh, just not much consistency at the quarterback spot, and just they they didn't they you know they they had been undefeated up until going to state seven on seven, and I, and they didn't handle adversity probably as well as Coach Warrell would have liked. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there's some things that they need to work on. I'm not not saying that they're not going to be a great team, but it just it concerned me a little bit because that's a team that we think could win it all, and if they're not handling adversity well now. 
you know, that's that's going to be an issue at some point because no one goes through a season without any adversity. So, uh, you know, want to see how they, how they bounce back uh, from that. Last team I saw, I also want to mention, is uh, Midlothian Heritage. That's a team that we had a lot of – there's a lot of questions about them because they got, they got hit hard by graduation. They, they were did. very senior heavy last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it looked okay. I thought that, I thought that the, the pieces looked like they were coming together. Nice semifinal run for them. Yeah, they, they, looked, were, they looked solid. And, and that, that's a team that's gotten better as the summer has progressed. Mm-hmm. They started out a little slow in qualifying, you know, kind of got it together uh, later on in qualifying, and were playing, you know, good seven-on-seven seven football there towards the end, obviously making the run to the semifinals. So that's a team that, that's probably going to continue. That may be something we see during the fall, start out a little slow for Middlefield Heritage. By the end of the year, they're, they're, they're a lot better team than they were in week one. So then let's go to Division One, And in the Division One uh, bracket, uh, the champions, Hebron, uh, they beat Lake Travis in the, in the title game. Uh, I thought Jacob Buniff, their quarterback, was very sharp. He's a guy that Brian Brazel has kind of he's kind of given us a heads up on. Say this guy, I don't he's th- a leader. Yeah, I, I, that's he's a thing. leader of men. I, I would describe Jacob Buniff as a leader, which is a big personality and, for a fairly small guy. Well, he's not, not a, yeah. very big. He's got a big personality, and the, and the kids gravitate, which towards is him. great. Yeah, you know, he they, is. They they because really, he is undersized. They really rally around. They him. did, and and he's a guy that I think I think that that's his best attribute. Like he's he can make he can make the throws you need and stuff like that. But what takes him from like if you were just judging him on a scale, he'd be like he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. That that leadership ability I think took him to another level and yep. really made it great. I thought. The young receivers there for for Hebron between um, number eleven, Brit, uh, Kobe, Kobe Baldwin Kobe. and and uh, uh, Dakota Bridges. Dakota Bridges. Dakota Bridges. That dude's got a gear. Yeah, he I gets mean, the corner he and he goes. is. They they're, they're most some of their. I mean, give a lot of credit to to um, to Buna for putting on the money, but some of their best plays were kind of running like a six or seven yard drag to Bridges and saying, "Get the corner," and mm-hmm. he got the corner he every the corner. time. Yeah. And if someone did catch up to him. His ability to stop and yeah. cut was really impressive, and it's it's not surprising. I think that that Hebron's defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the that's the that's what Brian Brazel hangs his hat on. Excellent linebacker, yeah. excellent group of linebackers. So they are yeah. very, and that was you know that's another thing that we, that we should bring up. There are, there are some teams that throw seven safeties out there. They'll mm-hmm. just throw seven safeties and corners and stuff, and, and just basically their seven best defensive backs. But Hebron was out there basically running. They're in their base defense. Kind of a base they defense. Were two, two linebackers out there. Two pretty much middle there. linebackers, yeah. you know, and they yeah. were out there cover in coverage. Look good in space. They're big kids. Yeah. Big, you know, you could tell they're linebackers. But they look. They look uh, Hoover, the Hoover kid, had an interception. That yeah. big interception in the end zone there. So basically, the biggest play of that title game. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's you know Hebron's a team we think is going to be in the playoffs. I think I think that you know you can take some good things away from them. I thought. Um, Obviously, late Travis Bo Edmondson mm-hmm. looked great. You know, they, they got their, they made their run to the championship game without Caleb Burton. Caleb, uh, Caleb Burton it could have played if he wanted. The, mm-hmm. the coaching staff just felt like there was no reason to rush him back for seven on seven. So, you know, they add him to that mix. Late Travis has got a good group, young group of skill players. And I was impressed by their defense. I'm writing something for for TexasFootball.com right now about how that's kind of the second most notable unit when you talk about Lake Travis, but I thought their defense looked good. I'll, let's say this. They're in that, I guess, the quarterfinal, they played Westlake, the big mm-hmm. you know, big rivalry game that suddenly Bo comes about. <laughs> and um, and they were coming in there. They were chirping a little bit. They, they had, were playing yeah, little, they had a chip in their shoulder. Yeah, because they, 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 they didn't get to play Lake Travis. They didn't get to play Lake Tra- uh, Westlake last year. And Westlake's kind of, you know, for a while there, Lake Travis had Westlake's number, mm-hmm. and the, the, the shoe is kind of fit, you know, switched foot now with, with Westlake 
being the team to beat. So like Travis had a little chip on their shoulder and they, they and you know, it was seven, it's seven on seven. And, you know, I don't think you have to be too concerned if you're a Westlake fan, but it was, it was notable. It was notable. And the thing that impressed me was that defense was the only defense that really made Kate Klubnick sweat mm-hmm. all yeah, because week. We watched Kate Klubnick in Whew. the Lamar game to open the day on, on Saturday and darts. It was six <laughs> first six drives, six touchdowns, no, no incompletions. I know it, it was, was, it was a crazy sharp. Yeah. He looked, he looked good. So, um, so if you're a Clemson fan, you should be excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lake Travis, I thought looked very good. Um, other teams in the Division One bracket that impressed you? Uh, Midland Lee. Midland Lee. Midland Lee. That on the eyeball test looks. They look like I, t- I said it to you. They look like a Dallas or Houston team. They got dudes. They they they, they is, really uh, look good. What does Mike Rich call McKellen Young? Uh, Quadzilla. Quadzilla. <laughs> Quadzilla is what he called him. Yeah, he's yeah large. Large show. Mid- Midland and, and uh, uh, Chris Brazel, the wide receiver, is committed to Florida. It, look, he's committed to Florida Atlantic. I'm sure Florida Atlantic's a great school, but if you're a Texas school and you're not going by Midland Midland League or Midland Legacy here in a couple months uh, to check him out, you're you're missing the boat because he went up and mossed some yeah. dude uh, right when we pulled up to that field. He's that dude can play. Speaking of mossing, um, Matthew Golden at Klein Kane oh, yeah. had a couple of plays that you're off. just like, okay, I see what TCU likes in him. Yeah, yeah. he's a star. Um, I thought, vets. yeah, Mission Vets made mm-hmm. made their great run. You know that you know I think Coach Gilpin, uh, those he's, guys had a little bit of chip up. on their shoulder <laughs> they had a great run um i thought katie tompkins you know they're nice run losing Jalen milrow you know mm-hmm. questions at court I, I, J- katie tompkins is going to be fine they they're, they're their new quarterback i didn't catch his name but he looked good and they made a, a run uh to the quarterfinals before mm-hmm. losing to frisco lone star and frisco lone star is another team yep yep you know, we, we kind of uh we're like ah frisco lone star and, and you you and yeah. powers were very much on uh, the Lone Star Van Wagon and Garrett Rangel looked great, and they they ran all the way to the, to the semifinals. So, those uh, are the teams I think you know. Midland Christian too. They me. took down Geyer, mm-hmm. and that was a really impressive. That's a big game. upset. Yeah. yeah, and Geyer, you know, considering <sighs> they had you know Jackson Arnold looked great, and in considering Geyer, you know, did not play as probably as well as they should have on day one. Bounced back nicely and got all, won the consolation. Went five and zero on Saturday and won the consolation bracket. So, um, Jackson Arnold, if, if you're thinking of Jackson Arnold as as a freshman against Austin Westlake. You're wrong. He has grown up quite a bit. He yeah. looks he looks the part. He's gonna be he's gonna do some big things he's for guys. Getting into man child college <laughs> college station. Uh college station and they always perform well, but this yeah. is a year we've got high expectations for college station to start the year uh, in the top three. Number three. Number yeah. three in our five A division one rankings. Um they I mean They look good. They look good. They've got they've got playmakers. They've got guys who are who are out there they can get get lateral real quick and mm-hmm. the other thing i thought their defense looked very fast and yes. that's going to be something that for uh, and, and jet huff the quarterback looked very very good and for steve huff that's that's three year starter be coach's kid at quarterback they're, they're gonna be fine they've got some swagger about him too if you were standing by him on the sideline like they get hyped and yeah. that's it was really cool let me uh, uh, were there any teams you want to throw up a red flag on you threw up a red flag a little bit earlier on Cal- yeah. El camp El Campo. yeah um no, no one really in division one you know, not, nothing really that worried me too much in Division I'll th- One. I'll throw one. I'll okay. throw one. A little worried about Beaumont Westbrook. A little worried. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they struggled. They, they, they struggled, struggled on Friday. Seven on seven is not quite their game. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they didn't play as well as I would have liked for mm-hmm. sure. I, I had a little higher expectation for Westbrook, but yeah. I wouldn't read a ton into that just because I know seven on seven is not really there. I mean, they, their quarterbacks are more dynamic runners and, and playmakers mm-hmm. with their with their legs and not being able to use that. I think. On, on on air anymore. Yeah, it's you know? great. It's it, it is. So, um, all right. 
We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe is where you can get this magazine. We'll drop it in the mail for you today if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle did a thing. Um, that should be the name of the segment. Pickle did a thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great name for the segment. Pickle did a thing. Pickle did, did a thing. Do a thing. Uh, yeah. You put together a, a vlog a video blog uh, of of our nonsense out there at State 717. So if you weren't able to go out there to State 707 College Station, we brought a little bit of College Station to you. Here oh, yeah. is the exclusive reveal of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football 7-on-7 vlog from the 2021 State 7-on-7 Tournament in College Station here on Texas Football Today. It's Tep and Step. This is a, this is a bl- vlog edition. Yeah, vlog. It's a vlog. There's a reason we don't do this on video in the podcast version. Um... He's the better looking one. We're watching El Campo in Carthage. By the way, Greg Powers is here. What's up, y'all? It's it's the Powers Memorial Zone on the road. for about an hour. It's so hot. It's toasty, man. But it's fun. It's fun. The action's gonna get going here in a bit. Um, but it's hot. What all do we have in here? We got... Survival kit. We got, uh, let's see, we got my fan, because of course. We got football for downtime. Uh, we got cold towels. Ooh, clutch. Come in handy later. And my own personal stuff. Woo, he got snacks. Got chargers, got gum. Are you Snacks Johnson now? Snacks Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Somebody's got to take it. I guess I am. I guess it's I am. Snacks Johnson, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And 
El Campo and Carthage, two teams that uh, pass the eyeball test? Definitely, yeah, they both pass the eyeball test, and I think they'll both be real good in football, too, as well. Yeah. So shocking, right? And and we were, we're marveling at Carthage defense we knew was going to be pretty good. And they're, they're playing the part right now. They are, and their quarterbacks have been rotating two quarterbacks, and both of them are just so fundamentally just like the footwork is there, the release is there. It's just, it's amazing to watch. QB's built in a lab. It really is. They're well coached. El, El Campo looks the part right now. They, they, they got some dudes out here. They've looked excellent. Um, I think they're mad they can't hand the ball on through them. I think that's that's probably their best play. The other thing. 22 to 6 Carthage right now. Right now. And then the other thing, Scott Surratt, Dave Campbell's Texas football gatefold cover boys here. He's sitting down there with his wife and family and stuff. Hands on his hips. He and looks he miserable. He coach. He looks miserable. He wants he's, to coach so he's bad. So, he's so angry he can't coach, <laughs> which, you know, I guess I'll have to just have a settle for the ball. Anyway, that's what's going on here. Okay, Matt Step. We're now kind of late into game day one. Uh, we're here at Mike Rich. Mike? Oh, yeah, James. My question for you, let's do our DCTF heat check. Okay. Uh, how you feeling, heat-wise? Uh, it's warm, but it's 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 not miserable. I would say it's slightly uncomfortable, though. But, you know, I'm not going to complain. It's been miserable before. How effective has the Big Dumb Hat been today? Incredibly effective. It's, it is Amazing. not only fashionable, but it's also functional, which is key out here in College Station. That's the I mean, what can you do? Okay, it's day two, state tournament. I'm here with Ishmael Johnson. Howdy. We slept for like four hours because um, Ish demanded we stay up and watch the Suns, and so I guess we did. In retrospect, uh, I wish nobody would watch the Suns, but. but we're ready for another day. Bracket play is about to get going. Take down Breckenridge 26-25 in the final seconds. That was thrilling. That was thrilling. I got a little bit of goosebumps. <laughs> Both teams completely legit. It's a great game. Good stuff, Demons. Good stuff. Hello, we are doing interviews right now at 7 on 7. It is hot, but it is football and it's fun. And I'm with Matt Stepp. I'm with Greg Tepper. What's up? I'm riding solo, apparently. <laughs> I just want to say this guy right here runs the most efficient field in all of 7 on 7. Dallas Chapter officials, the great job. Terry Moore is your guy. Come see me. We're on the end of day two. It's 150 degrees. Our food rationing is almost gone. And Ish is tired of me. I'm always tired. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> A1. Right there. Day three. Valerie's jamming to some Luca warm up music. And we've got the birthday boy. We're out here at day three. 
College Station. We're starting off with Bang. We're here at Field 7. You might notice that the score is uh, Harlingen South 40 and El Paso Coronado 40 as we go to the fifth overtime. Fifth overtime. It's getting wild out here on the final day at State 7 on 7. from the state seven it was a good thing she did good it was good cool, i thought cool. you did good pickle yeah. thank you good job For although I, I i know you did it <laughs> so that it wouldn't get flagged by youtube but uh covering up <laughs> mickey milane uh, uh the serbian song that luka Doncic comes out to is uh, a little you know i'm a little bothered by it, but it's okay it's fine um I, yeah, yeah i stuff. was trying not to get our youtube slash twitter slash every social media yeah, site we have like call. suspended good call so I tried. Whatever, it's worth it. Um, no, it was fun. It was fun, and uh, I'm glad everybody got to see the uh, the nonsense that goes on behind the scenes. Just a little bit of it. A little bit, yeah. The picture yeah. of Ish with the peanuts it might be my favorite part of that. Well, and video. that's you know the one thing. This is our first seven Four on seven without without, without Poochie. Yes, because Max Thompson, R.I.P. Poochie, the original Snacks Thompson. Um, he would be the guy who would lead the H.E.B. run. Yes, the H.E.B. run was always. I mean, he that guy loves snacks. <laughs> Uh, that's why I call that's why he snacks why he Thompson. Snacks Thompson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so uh, he next year we need to have we need to have snacks like get us a list like he needs to yeah. prep us like give um, us a game plan. But that was but that's Ish has kind of taken over the snacks role as Johnson. chief snack correspondent. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we need to go to a different H E B this time though. Oh really? Six to say yeah. it. We did. We did. H E B was cleaned out. It was. Cleaned yeah, out. we did mention that H E B ish was a was a really good H E B ish is an elite ish. That's yeah. a really it's, good. It's ish. A, it's one of the best ishes you can have. The other so one other thing I should mention we did get to go we basically only ate one meal in College Station that wasn't like because we just basically got like Chick Fil A or yeah. you know fast food you know delivered. But Chick Fil A, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, yeah, uh, Texas sure. football today, we'll invoice you. Write the kit. Write the check to cash. Um. Yeah. But we did go Bryant. on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. We did go over to downtown Bryan. Downtown Bryan's lovely. It is a nice, we pull nice up downtown. And Tepper goes, this is such a cute town. And I said, that was your wife coming out. It yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. That was it Tep's is. Wife. It's but a cute it is downtown. a very cute town. <laughs> yeah. And we went to, it's third on Maine. Third in Maine, yeah. Third on Maine. It yeah. was excellent. It's very, very good. So yes. good. Yes. Very Those good. fries were everything that you amp them up mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a very good spot good. in downtown. Uh, but anyway, thanks to everybody who helped to make the 7 on 7. And by the way, we should also say thanks to our friends at the Texas Army National Guard for making this trip possible. Yes. And for letting the broadcast on Texas live be free and things like that so texas mm. army national guard thank you thank you thank you very very much yes let's go to ashley pickle for america's second favorite segment final thoughts she hasn't done enough today 
Um, so this was a funny comment. So y'all don't know this, but right before we went to air the video, the stream cut out on Facebook for a second mm-hmm. and it reloaded. And so Lobby Good said, uh, Tep needs to put a Facebook sign in his front yard so that we can have consistent Facebook. Good point. Zuck. <laughs> Listen, bud. Call me, dude. Yeah. Give me a, give me, After give me a shout. you've aggressively screamed his name like 7,000 times into a camera. Listen, I'll, I'm, I can be, I can be bought. We yeah. know this. We know this. But not with signs in your front yard. Not, well, he didn't offer, like, I can't be bought for zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me something here. So, Lal, great comment. Yes, Chef's exactly. kiss there. Yeah. All right. Uh, step next time you're in town is uh, yeah, I'll see you in a couple weeks uh, I think I fly back uh, July 16th uh, the day before because we head out for coaching school on, on Saturday the 17th. Saturday the 17th and yeah. then step gets a whole banquet devoted to him no, he does. no it's not a, devoted to me it is it in is. my in my in our hearts and uh, our minds it's a step banquet it is. Well, I mean Joey McGuire will be there too but yeah like mostly, Joey McGuire but mostly it's step. a step banquet yeah. the, no the biggest thing is pickle has to wear heels and a dress for That's the second time incredible. in the span of like Incredible. It'll be yeah. less than a month. What a time to be alive. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending <laughs> a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley, Ashley Pickle. I was like Ashley Stepp. Yeah, for, Ashley, for Ashley <laughs> Pickle weird. and Matt Stepp, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince, come get it. Player of the Year trophy right there. Has it ever been palmed before? I'm palming it now. We'll see it's you tomorrow. It's too heavy. See you tomorrow on Texas Football today. 